Dave, you're looking very fired up for some reason. I'm this yeah. close. Okay, yeah. and for those of you who can't see, which is everybody but you, yeah. my... Is that my forefinger? That, that my looks four like finger about, and my thumb is about 12 inches 12 apart. 12 inches, it is. It's about 12 <laughs> inches apart. Okay. I am this close. I mean, my foot is almost... I mean, it's... It's being raised and it's almost coming down. The foot is coming down. Right, right, right. And if you don't stop me, that wow. foot is gonna all right. hit the ground. Well, all right? tell me about what Spotify. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. I, I, I'm challenging Spotify right now. Yeah. It's either Joe Rogan or us. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I will say this. You know, uh, Joe Rogan is also a podcaster mm-hmm. on Spotify. We are podcasters on Spotify. I've actually listened to a show. It's not. It's really pretty good. It's fine. Yeah. It's uh, you know there there's a there's a million shows. Right. Uh, we don't, uh, however, ever put out negative yeah. information about uh, COVID. COVID. Right. In fact, if you remember, we used to play this. This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. See? Yeah. Consult the local authority. We're pro-science, by the way. Yeah. And, you know, the the information changes as the disease changes. That's just how it is. Uh, But anyway... Go Neil Young. <laughs> That's what we have. Jody Mitchell. I've always loved Jody Mitchell. Uh, Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm glad this is something we can't be fired from, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Are you positive about that? Well, you got to listen. Yeah, let's see if this show is a fireable offense or if there's something in it that is. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find I'm back to you on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. What is your son doing here? <laughs> Sean, isn't he, shouldn't he be in college right now? Yeah, he came home for the weekend. Why did you just see him? No, I'm oh. hearing him. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm hearing him. Yeah. Hey, we're doing a podcast <laughs> in here. But it's, it's we're recording this on Thursday. Doesn't he have class on Friday? Uh, he, has, he has no classes on Friday. <laughs> it's not something. <laughs> yeah. So, remember, yeah, he's home for the weekend. I remember in grad school, I didn't have classes Friday or Monday. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You know, uh, we were talking about Spotify. And uh, after this whole story blew up, I went to, because I have a bunch of playlists on spotify mm-hmm. of music i went to see if it, it oh was if neil true. young yeah. Uh, yeah i had no neil young anyway <laughs> turns out i like neil young he's fine but you know <laughs> what about jody mitchell did you have any jody mitchell no, i don't think i did i don't think i did it's not really my favorite kind of music so you know it is what it is yes yeah. th- i'm hoping that neil young didn't expect them to go okay deal we'll take no Joe you know what the truth of the matter is uh is these artists, they don't feel like Spotify and these other uh, po- uh, platforms pay them enough right. money. Right. And, and they, that's the bottom right. line. And they don't. Right. I mean, and, they're, yeah. They're, they're, and they're not getting paid as much as they used to get paid when they had record labels right. and all that stuff. And so, uh, you know, I think it wasn't too hard to get to push him out there for that. Is <laughs> all I'm saying. There yeah. might there might have been other motivations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, I like Neil Young. Just yeah, it's fine. Yeah. I, Wait, it's at. Uh, Farm Aid when he did Old Man, uh-huh. right? I got goosebumps. Right in it front was of an amazing show. Well, remember when you almost got killed by that those campers? 
Yeah. They were playing Neil Young. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, they were playing. <laughs> you know, I th- the yeah, I thought Southern it was... Man was being played. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, well we, got, got? we got a lot of stuff yeah. to do here. Are you ready? I mean, I'm ready. to go? Let's roll. Okay. This is from our Asian desk. Right? Okay. Um, China gives Fight Club new ending where authorities win. Okay. The first rule of Fight Club in China, Rick, is yeah. don't mention the original ending. Because <laughs> the second rule of Fight Club in China is change it so the police win. Okay. I hate that movie. <laughs> I really don't like that movie. Film fans in China noticed over the weekend that a version of the movie, newly available on streaming platform Tencent, was given a makeover that transformed the anarchist, anti-capitalist message that made the film a global hit. Okay. okay. Yeah. In the closing scenes of the original, as you remember, even though you hate it, yeah. actually, I love the movie, Norton's character, the narrator, uh, kills yeah. off his imaginary alter ego. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. And he played by Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt, and then watches multiple buildings explode, suggesting that the character's plan to bring down modern civilization is underway and successful. Yeah. I thought it was a little heavy. Okay. Well, not in China. You don't have to worry about this. The new version in China has a very different take. The narrator still proceeds with killing off uh, his alter ego, but the exploding bi- uh, building scene is replaced with a black screen with the words, the police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding, and they are inc- incarcerated right now. <laughs> <laughs> is that for real? Yeah, it is exactly. That's what fantastic. Right. right. Um, now, so I, the Chinese government needs some script writers, is what you're saying? Well, I've got a, I've got a mole on the inside. Yeah, behind the curtain. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm, I've heard that they're fiddling with a couple of your favorite movies. Oh no. Yes. Oh no, okay. they don't. So. Um, Again, this is information that's not out there. Yeah. Okay. But what's your favorite movie? Fields of Dreams. Well, I was going to say Sound of Music. Well, Sound of Music. Okay. Yeah, so, okay. so they're redoing Sound of Music. Yeah. And they've got a new ending. ending. Okay. And really? Ch- and they've changed some of the music, too. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. So while the new ending is while trying to escape, the Von Trapp family is arrested in the Alps, and they are sent to a work camp where they are forced to assemble McDonald's Happy Meal toys. <laughs> Okay, that's not nice. Okay, and some of the songs have been changed. <laughs> okay. Um, Mao Ria. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, 16. Going, How do you solve a problem like, like Mao Ria? Very right? good. Yeah. 16 going into the military. Okay. <laughs> okay. And this is my favorite one is Do Re Shi. Oh, with an X-I. <laughs> right, exactly. Do Re Shi. Oh, very right. good. And another great movie you love. Yeah. Um, what's Christmas movie? What's the favorite Christmas movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, they're, they're messing with that yeah. one, too. What? Yeah. Um, the ending is at the request of Supreme Leader Chairman Potter. George <laughs> Bailey is arrested and shot for disrupting the social order. Uncle Billy is committed to a lunatic assignment. Uh-huh. And the Bailey's four children die honorably years later in a farming collective. Very nice. Yeah. Right. Very uh, nice. Yeah. I don't have your shickle here. Yeah. It's at Bill's house. It's Bill's, Bill's hammers and Joe's house. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. In China, it's a little the 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 endings are a little different. You want to hear something funny about Sound of Music? The right. ending, <clears throat> yeah. the real ending. Yeah. So you know how they're they're in Austria, and at the end of the movie, they're going over the mountains. Right. Um, that mountain that they're going over is going right back into Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, is, is it? Yes. <laughs> there. I mean that that. Whole movie takes place in Austria along the German Austrian oh, so border. Right. So you go, and they're climbing the they're climbing the mountains to escape to Switzerland. Switzerland's two hundred miles away. So that's why they don't have Sound of Music too. That's exactly right. That's right. Ah. 
Well, I have a, a story for you. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard about this, Dave, but there was a, a Hall of Fame vote this week or last week. Did you hear? For for baseball. Right. There's the Dick Allen didn't get in. David Ortiz was the only one voted right. in this year. All right. David Ortiz is the only new one voted in. Steroid users like Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa didn't make it. And they've used up all their years mm-hmm. and will not be. They can't get back. Well, can't don't they can do in the Veterans Committee in like 30 years or whatever? Yes. Okay. Yes. But the Veterans Committee is always even crankier right, than yeah, the yeah, writers because right. they're, 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 like, all, they're all old veterans. Yeah, that are, I'm not going to vote. You know, he hit me with a fastball yeah, yeah. once in the shoulder. You know, they're not going to vote for him. But I was looking up uh, the very first five inductees this week in 1936. So the first class. The first class in the Hall of Fame. They were Ty Cobb, Walter Johnson, Christy Mathewson, Babe Ruth, and Honus Wagner. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty right? Good. Some of the greatest players mm-hmm. of all time. Well. Are there no blacks? What's the name? <laughs> what's the name of this show? Uh, Minutia Men. Minutia oh, Men. So I have found. Buckle up, baby. I have found Minutia about all five yeah. of those guys. Right. And I'm going to give you a little nuggets of information. And you tell me which of the five. You know, we are. were a top 12 in Costa Rica this week. <laughs> it's, we're not going to be after this. I well, think. maybe we'll be right. huge in Dominican Republic. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. So here we go. He starred in a movie with Shemp and Mo Howard of the Stooges and had a big brother named Butts. Butts. Oh, so it's one of these five? One of those five. Christy Matheson. Honus Wagner. Okay. He wrote a memoir in a Broadway play called The Girl and the Pennant, and also a children's book called Second Base Sloan, and was part of the journalism team that uncovered the 1919 White Sox cheaters. So it's either Christ. Well, you didn't tell me if they could be named twice. Christy no. Matheson. Christy Matheson okay. is correct. All right. His father was a state senator, and his mother shot and killed him <laughs> after he allegedly caught her in the act with another man. She was acquitted of the murder, but she did, in fact, kill. Well, Babe Ruth was in an orphanage, so I don't think... Well, maybe that's the reason. No, it wasn't Babe Ruth. Uh, who are my other... It's Christy Matthews, Hornets, and Wagner. Who are the other two? Walter Johnson and Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb was a cranky guy i say ty cobb, ty cobb is right cobb. because yeah. He, ty, yeah i know that his political family yeah uh early in his career he was nicknamed n-word lips <laughs> okay i'm not gonna say it right his last job in baseball was as a first base coach with the dodgers he quit because he hated the team captain leo derocher hated him who would that be got two left so it's babe ruth and walter johnson I'll say I, Babe Ruth never coached Walter Johnson. It was Babe Ruth. Was it really? Did yeah. he really? Yep. Yep. And uh, then the last one is Walter Johnson. He went into Republican politics after his playing career, encouraged by his good friend, President Calvin Coolidge. Oh. Um, and, but he lost his bid for Congress because he can't speak. He's not a very good speaker. So there you go. Well, sometimes people that can't speak so good become president. <laughs> That's, it's happened. Uh, uh, it's happened. Hey, I got a review here. And this is from okay. this is on Apple. It's from Sea Unicorns. That's S-E-A Unicorn. Okay. And Sea Unicorns writes, this show is awesome. You can tell the hosts have been doing this show for a long time. It's like listening to a radio show, but funny. Getting a little sick of the reviews saying how long we've been doing it. <laughs> I think it's becoming a bit now. I think people are, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, We're I'm, not young. Let's just be honest yeah, about it. 
we're we're not young. Uh, in fact, this year we're celebrating our 40th 40. year together, and we uh, do a little feature called the Studio Walls. If I can find it, here it is. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the Studio Walls. So we go through the 40 years of material, and I, I send this list to Dave early in the week, and he gets to pick what we, uh, what we listen to. Um, this week, January 31st, Nolan Ryan's birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, we've never had Nolan Ryan on, but we've had Eric Soderholm right. on, who's like a White Sox slugger, who had to face Nolan right. Ryan, had a great story about that. Dave said, mm-hmm. don't want to hear it. Next time. Don't want to hear it. Uh, it is the, uh, uh, the anniversary of speaking to the founder of the Bobblehead Museum, <laughs> Phil Sklar. Which was actually a really but great It was a fun interview, interview but interview. Dave said, yeah. No. No. In fact, I didn't say it. I bobbled my head up and down for now. <laughs> uh, February 2nd uh, was Graham Nash's birthday, and uh, we spoke to uh, Mike Toomey. Uh, he went on tour with Crosby, Stills, right, and Nash right, right, right. and has a story about what it's like opening yeah. for a rock band like yeah. that. But Dave said, yeah. nope, no, nope. February 4th is Dan Quayle's birthday. Mm-hmm. In 2000, when Dan Coyle officially retired from politics, Landon Aaron the Legend did a tribute song mm-hmm. to him, which I wrote. Um, and it is uh, a very funny thing that you can still find out hey, there. Hey, what's the name of that song? Maybe I want to hear it. It's called Goodbye, Dan yeah. Coyle. No. He said no. 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 But if you want to find it, it's on Land Decker and the Legend's 20th Century Hits and Bits, mm-hmm. which is available out there. But here's what he said yes to. This week is also the birthday of Dwyer Brown. And Dwyer Brown, for those of you who may not know, is the guy who plays the dad in our favorite movie. You talk about Sound of Music right. all you want. Field of Dreams. What would be the Chinese version yeah. ending of Field of Dreams? Yeah. yeah. Ray drops the ball. His dad calls him a sissy. <laughs> and he gets shot in the head. Yeah. And then he gets shot. Uh, no. But we did talk to him about uh, that movie. And there were several stories that uh, he told us. Um, there's one that kind of made us uh, a little weepy. Uh, a little weepy. Um, I'm going to uh, find it for you here. It is right here. Did you just hearing the music is enough to make me cry? The line, "Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch?" kills me i know i'm not the only one you must run into this everywhere you go i even heard and maybe this is a a a legend but i heard that you bring a mitt with you just in case someone wants to have a catch with you is that true oh yeah i I bring my dad's mitt uh, oh my god (laughs) stop it it's it's three minutes into the interview and we're already crying (laughs) yeah my grandfather uh gave my dad this split finger mitt back in the 30s and he, it's the mitt my dad taught me and my brother to play catch with. So it feels like, you know, my way of, of passing it on. You know, my my dad died a month before I went to go shoot that movie. So oh my God. My, my only regret about the whole thing was that I never got to watch the movie with him. So this is my way of, of bringing him with me wherever I go. And it, it's as close as anybody will get to shaking hands with my dad by, by putting on his mitt and having a catch with me or you know okay. anyway I, I, all bets are off i'm gonna definitely be <laughs> right, right. Yeah. yeah the whole the whole interview is great it's uh it's a very first minutia celebrity interview if you go to minutia celebrity interview uh on the radio misfits page and go to the very first episode you can listen to it it's it's worth your time it really is
Uh, I was crying at the end of that interview. Oh, it was, well, and especially when he starts, and both of our fathers, I mean, my dad died when I was 13, and he was a White Sox fan, Shoeless Joe, I mean. My dad died right before this movie came yeah. out, too. I mean, actually, the movie was out, I saw it without while my dad was still alive, and I thought to myself, oh, I gotta go with my dad, yeah. and then he died yeah. that week. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. So that that movie kind of kind of uh, hits us a little bit right in the gut. Well, and then the Field of Dreams game over the summer, which was, was just, just amazing, spine tingling. Yep. Yeah. All right, we still have a lot more show, Dave. Oh. Uh, give me a, give me a one sentence uh, explanation of your next story. Brotherly love. Okay. See what I did there? That was a kind of a question mark there. <laughs> and mine is how not to get away from a robbery. Yeah, okay. Uh, and we also have a celebrity story. Let's see if I can figure out who it is. Oh, yes. All right. It's sports related. Oh, okay. All right. That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all coming up right after this. Quick, Lou, what's your favorite car color? I'd say Lou likes blue. Lou likes blue? Eh, blue's pretty good, but really, I prefer silver. But regardless of our color preferences, when it comes to cars, you'll never know what you'll hear on the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive. I'm Mark Vernon. I'm Lou Costable. Join us for the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Silver. Really? Silver? And we're back. Rick, what was the... Well, you and your brother, Peter, you guys got along pretty good, right? Yeah, we're seven years apart. Right, so... But what... Think back about maybe the biggest fight or disagreement you've had or i mean do you have any well okay i'll tell you one uh when when we were little and i I think he was like five or six years Mm -hmm. old we went to pisa italy Mm -hmm. and um we went to the leaning tower of pisa Mm -hmm. and i was you know what seven years older than that 13 Mm -hmm. years old maybe and at that time there were really no safety laws. How was the gout when you were 13? <laughs> What's that? How was the gout? When oh, you were 13? Was, we're talking pre-gout. <laughs> okay. Pre-gout. I didn't even have the elephantitis okay. yet. Okay. Pre, pre-elephantitis. Okay. So anyway, we went to uh, the Tower of Pisa. Right. And there it was before safety requirements, really. There were no railings. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's leaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard. Yeah. So you can go all the way up to the top of it and i don't know if you can anymore well thankfully you didn't have the gout or the elephantitis because you would not have made it up on the top of the well my brother ran ahead you know he was five and you know he's a little kid he ran ahead you know like bounding bounding boy and i ran after him um and we got up there before anybody else and when i got up there he was on the edge looking down on the leaning side. On, you mean on the on the the on the wrong side of the lane? Yes. Okay. Looking down at the ground, like wow, we're really high up here, and I freaked, freaked out. Sure. Now I didn't say a word because I you was just scare. frozen. I figured I couldn't startle him. Right. I didn't know what to do. I started thinking, oh my god, he's gonna die, and I'm gonna get blamed for it. <laughs> They're gonna think I pushed him over, and, and you it's know, it's all about you. Right? Well, I mean, this was all going through my mind, and I'm like, they're coming very slowly, you know. And I said something like, Peter, why don't you back up a little bit? You can, can you please back up a little bit? Uh, and he eventually was fine, and you know, nothing happened. Uh, years later, I wrote about this in, in a magazine. Mm-hmm. I wrote this as, as an article, and he read it and goes, that's complete bullshit. That never happened. Really? I said, I'm telling you, I am still afraid of heights to this moment. I have had nightmares, and I'm telling you maybe 
15, 20 times I've had that same dream where I'm looking at him at the right. edge. Look, I can still see it perfectly in my head right now. He doesn't think that we ever had that moment yeah. because it was so unremarkable well, to him. Because <laughs> he was always about to die. Because it was, yeah. he was no big, it was no right. big deal. He yeah. wasn't scared. Right. Yeah. I was scared out of my mind. And so our arguments are about the Think, arguments that we never had. Okay. All right. Well, I've got... So this is paling in comparison to something that has happened into our fair city just recently. Yeah, okay. I think I know what you're going to say. This is a good story. Chicago man who spent nearly 20 years in prison for murder released after his identical, identical twin brother confesses to the cry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Kevin Duger was released from Chicago's Cook County Jail on Wednesday after a motion for bond was granted. Okay. In 2003, Duger was convicted for a gang-related murder in Chicago. His twin brother, Carl Smith, I have no idea why they're identical twin brothers and they have different <laughs> last names. No idea. That's a great point. <laughs> so his twin brother, Carl Smith, has confessed to being the culprit. Uh, I have to get it off my chest before it kills me, Smith wrote in a letter to his imprisoned brothers, imprisoned brother as he confessed to the crime 20 years later. <laughs> hey, funny story. Listen, um, <laughs> well, hold on. So initially a judge denied it because he thought it was that, that it wasn't true. And he was, you know, it was just a brother trying to, you know. Yeah. OK, yeah. you do the first 20. I'll do the last 20, whatever. Um, but when asked. If he had any contact with his brother, the guy who was in prison said, he mentioned, yeah, he'd get cards and postcards from time to time. Well, we didn't even visit him. Right. Well, and so I'm wondering, can you go to a Walgreens and get a, you know, (laughs) thanks for my bad, you know, or, or maybe it's one of these, you know, these cards where you open up and the music comes out. Yeah, maybe like a hip hop song. Right. Go, hey, thanks for taking the rap. Yeah, tonight yeah. there's gonna be a jailbreak. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and postcards. What is it like? Cosmo's beautiful. Wish you were here. I mean, I just, I just love the fact that he's getting like cards. And it could be, hey, West Side of Chicago. Wish you were here. You know, it could be so, anywhere. Well. It's now all good. Okay. So, so he the, was released. The he good, was released. The good the, twin brother. Right. And the bad twin brother, I guess, is now. But now I don't know if he gets now 20 years because the other guy served. I mean, it was like a 29 year sentence. Does the guy have to serve nine years now or? Yeah, I don't know. 29. But years. he's probably safer in jail yeah. away from his brother. Can you, can you imagine Thanksgiving? That, that would it, be awkward. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, pass the, pass the sweet potatoes. Yeah. In 20 fucking years, bitch. <laughs> uh, well, I have a story. Yeah. Uh, this uh, is, guess what state? Florida. Florida. You got the jingle? Or uh, no, I don't. Um, according to cops, a woman stole $19.99 flip flops and other merchandise from a clothing store on Akalusa Island. All right. All All right. right. Worker at the Surfside Outfitters told investigators that the suspect placed one item into her bag and then walked out of the business wearing stolen shoes around 7 p.m. The employee, cops reported, said the shoplifter was last seen riding away through the parking lot on a bicycle. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're trying to get away on a bike, mm-hmm. right, there's some advantages to this. Well, you can go right? in, you can go in and out of gangways and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. You can use sidewalks, right, right. Uh, you know. You never can get me, copper. Right. Um, but what you wouldn't be doing is what she did. Yeah. All right. Uh, after the shoplifting episode, several callers to 911 reported that a woman was riding her bicycle down the middle of a highway, Highway <laughs> 98, a two-lane road that runs through the island. 
Okay. You all right? That's not good. Now, if you were trying to get away while riding a bike on a highway, what shouldn't you do? Where, like, have a big flag that says I just robbed a dollar store? How about go topless? <laughs> when a sheriff's deputy pulled alongside the bicycle, the rider was not wearing a shirt. Now, if you were topless. Well, it's, it's Florida. <laughs> I, is, that, is that weird? I don't know. If you were a topless thief riding your bike on a highway and wanted to mitigate the trouble you're in, what wouldn't you say to the cops when they pulled over, pulled you over? Like a few or something or whatever? When the cop asked the woman to pull over, she replied, make me. <laughs> now, if you were to antagonize a cop that pulled you over after a robbery, what would you make sure you didn't have on you? Beth, all of the stolen merchandise <laughs> that you were accused of stealing, which they were looking for. This, to me, is the stupidest, the yeah. stupidest <laughs> criminal ever from Florida, from right. Florida. Right. And that's saying something. Yeah. And, and she's running for state Congress. <laughs> and her name is Marjorie. No. <laughs> all right. It's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So I got this uh, email this morning from Mark. Uh, I just listened to your Randy Merkin interview. Oh. I was wondering if you guys have contrary takes on some of the athletes in his book. Are there some that he liked that you didn't like or that uh, you liked that he didn't? And I think he's kind of referring to the fact that his whole book is about his encounters with, with celebrities, celebrities, which right. is kind of what this celebrity potpourri yeah, thing is. Too. And, uh, you know, I started thinking about it and we agree on most of the people in the book. There's one that I totally disagree with him about. And that's Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, no, cause I don't think Aaron Rodgers is in the book. Oh, no, but it's a story that he told how Aaron Rodgers is yes. a good guy. You yeah. can listen to our listen yeah. to the interview. We'll tease right. that in a second. OK, um, it's Pete Rose. Oh, okay. Pete Rose in the book, in Randy's book. Uh, Pete Rose is a lovable mm-hmm. guy, you know, who's just hanging the out. Top, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I found him to be a complete asshole. Really? I, I instantly disliked him. Because I have a Pete Rose story, too. Go on. Do you? Well, when I was on Man Cow's show. Yeah. Pete Rose called. And I was in the middle of doing the balding handbook shtick. Okay. And then, hey, Pete Rose is on. And then I made one joke like, hey, you know, he could, you know, if I had hair, I wouldn't have your haircut or yeah, whatever. And he, right. there was like this awkward pause. And then that was like the last thing I said in the entire show. Yeah. Well, yeah. to tell you something that he hangs out with Manko, I mean, it, that's it. You know, this is the kind of person that he, I just, you know, he was up there actually uh, for an interview with uh, Chet at the loop when I was okay. there. He was in the hallway. Uh, it was before he had been banned for life. Okay. So maybe... Maybe he's found some sort of uh, he's 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 lovable now, man. Humility right, right, that he right. did not have at that time, but he was just uh, just, a just a strutting cock. I, I, I just I couldn't stand him. We have our friend Jay Shantz yeah. worked in Cincinnati for years. Yeah, uh, he's been on the show. Yeah, and he um, he was a he's a news anchor and a news reporter not anymore. But I guess it was pretty widely known in Cincinnati that P. Rose was just a douche. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Well, uh, if you'd like to hear the Randy Merkin interview, because there's some great stories. There's a great story about uh, John McEnroe Mm -hmm. that he tells in there. And and his... his, Jack Lemmon. Jack Lemmon, Charles Barkley, George Steinbrenner. Lots of great stories if you want to hear it. Minutia Men, Celebrity 
interview. Right? Yeah. Uh, if you want to follow along with us with 40 years of Rick and Dave, you can go to my blog, rickkemper.blogspot.com. Don't, don't leave a review about how many years we've been doing this. All right. I don't want to hear the, hey, my grandfather used to listen to you guys on a Victrola. And first of all, that's not how you use a Victrola. But, yeah. you know, just, you know, don't. Don't do I it. I don't want to hear it. You can contact us uh, using modern technology. <laughs> no, uh, write a damn letter, okay? <laughs> Would it kill you to get a piece of paper and mail it? Or on Twitter at Minutia Men, or you can email us, Grandpa, at Minutia Men Podcast at gmail.com. You can check out our publishing company, Eckhartspress.com. Mm-hmm. Got a book in you? Oh. Feel free to I love that us. little that little tag. Yeah. Your 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 face just kind of lit up when you did that. Well, tag. that's kind of how I feel. Feel free to contact us and we'll take a look at your book. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Mm-hmm. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutiaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutiaman interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie. Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.